Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast, ABCDF1 rankings of the season edition. Not the whole season, don't worry. We are only midway through, even though you'd think with the advantage that Verstappen has in the championship that it has actually finished. Um, but welcome. We're in the mid-season. We're kind of getting through it after the, the craziness of the first few days of the summer break and Oscar Piastri and yada, 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 and all that good stuff that I'm sure you are well up to speed on. It's been quite quiet. Uh, So we've had time to reflect, had time to get some data together. And myself, alongside Tommy, of course, the WTF1 founder. Hello. Hi. uh, Are going to talk us through our ABCDEF1 rankings. So, of course, Tommy, take, take people through what, if they don't listen to the podcast, what we mean by that. Well, if you don't listen to the podcast... What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, But at the end of every race, we do A, B, C, D, E, F, 1, where we have some awesome jingles that you guys have made. And we rank every single driver based on their uh, race weekend, obviously, prioritizing more the race. And we go from A star being the best, A, B, C, D, E, and F for the complete failures of a weekend. And then what we've got here is we've got um, the kind of, it's averaged out over all the, the scores and stuff, and we've got a, a nice list from worst to best. And we will be starting with worst. Don't worry. We won't be uh, spoiling who's number one, although I'm sure a lot of you will probably be, a- be able to uh, guess that one. Uh, and before we start, this podcast is once again sponsored by Elgato, our season-long partners, and making us almost sound like and look like professionals with all this great equipment. We're still trying to get there, almost. Um, so yes, Tommy, shall we get this show on the road? Go on then. Who could okay. it be? <laughs> Here we go. And I think YouTube don't tend to see Twitch Tommy all too often. So okay. this could be yeah, uh, this could be interesting. Be. If you're watching on YouTube, we are live on Twitch, WTF1 official, where you can uh, watch Tommy completely unfiltered. And it is quite something. We've had some great moments already in our watch alongs. Okay. Drum roll, please, from the Twitch chat. In 20th position and the worst graded driver coming into this midseason is Nicholas Latifi. Probably doesn't come to much surprise as much as I see chat incredibly upset with the fact that Nicholas Latifi is coming in in 20th position. Uh, But let me run you through his grades. He's had two Fs, four E's, four D's, two C's and one B. Now, this these rankings are from. The fans, or is this from us? It's is from this us, average, yeah, average. An average so pretty, of ours. Yeah, okay. an average of ours. That we tend to not be too dissimilar to the fans anyway, to be honest, when it's all, because obviously we have our three opinions and then it, we get the average. Mm. Um, so yeah, Latifi, his B was at Silverstone, which <laughs> I'm trying to remember what he did at Silverstone. What do you mean you're <laughs> trying to remember that? what he did? He got into Q3. Oh, of course he did, yeah. Come I'm just on. so I'm just so on the hype of Hungary, but unfortunately, his Hungary race wasn't that great. And then the two Fs came at Saudi and Monaco, where he had some pretty poor 
accidents, very slow kind of pathetic accidents. I think in particular the Saudi one almost looked like he just gave up and drove into the wall himself and just wanted to go home. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the, wasn't the best, was it? Um, no. So yeah, no surprise uh, for Latifi being 20th. Um, no. I think it's safe to say we're not expecting him to be on the grid next year. Um, then no, again, it depend- I think it more depends on if Williams can find a suitable alternative that has the money and is willing, you know, it was able to to take that seat. Because I think Latifi, you know, you know what you're getting with him. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't a lot. but no. All the sponsors on the car are through his coffee and whatever food company that I think is it his dad owns. Not 100% sure. But um, yeah, so he obviously brings a lot of money into the team. But Williams has said now that they're not quite so desperate. Um but they kept in this year, so they can't have been. T- <laughs> they weren't obviously that uh, that fussed about it. So, yeah, we'll we'll just mention as well that Nico Hulkenberg, um, because he's not a full time driver, he's the only twenty first <laughs> driver. But it wouldn't be fair to like just stick him in the middle somewhere because he only did was it two races? Yes, um, it was, yeah, so two two races. So yeah, is it also and, worth mentioning how we've come to these? average grades how it's been totted up yeah so you get um points based on what you get so the most points is for an a star uh then i think it's well i think an f is one an e two d three etc and it's almost like a a championship points so it's not necessarily like an olympic table where if you get loads of a stars it's kind of the the collection of the whole thing like a normal but championship, basically. Yeah, exactly. And don't worry, on screen you'll see it. If you're an audio listener, sorry, you're going to have to listen to us go through the grades. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to see uh, a full totted uh, up table that I'm sure will be coming up on screen. So, yes, yes. Nicholas Satifi, 20th position on this ABCDF1. Who saw ranking. it coming? <laughs> uh, it's, it's sad because that Silverstone performance was was incredible. But unfortunately, uh, Lightning only struck once. Uh, well, you know, oh, let's, did not, it? let's not be too horrible. About Hungary. Right. Let's move on. Let's move on from the uh, Goatifi disrespect. I see the Twitch chat popping off. In 19th position, Mick Schumacher. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Fair. Now, Mick Schumacher, despite getting a few points on the board, still... 19th position uh, when it comes to averages. So he's had one A star, which was Austria, one A, which is Silverstone, two Bs, two Cs, three Ds, and four Es. Now, the problem I think for Mick here and what's really affected his averages are those horrendous (laughs) four Es that he's had. Uh, Now, there's a lot of people in the chat going, no, no, no. And this is the thing, isn't it? It's this is a collation of the whole season. And Mick was, in my opinion, worse than Latifi at the start of the season. He was absolutely appalling because he was binning it every single uh, race, it seemed. Um, and not just binning it, causing absolute multi-million pounds worth of damage that was costing Haas big time in a budget cap era. And yes, he's turned it around in a couple of races. He got the A at Silverstone and the A star in Austria. That's two performances and with 13 races in. And he's got, like you said earlier, Matt, three three Ds and four Es. So that's bringing his kind of grade way down. Um, and while we look at it now and go, oh, Mick Schumacher's improved a little bit, 
my word, his start to the season was not very good, to put it mildly. And there's a lot of talk that the the chats with, with Haas have stalled and we're not exactly sure if he's going to be staying with the team, staying in Formula One. Who knows? But I think that's very much going to be a, a case of seeing how he gets on at the start of the second half of the season. Now, I forgot to do a poll for Nicholas Latifi, but I'm just going to assume that 100% of people want him to be MP1. higher <laughs> yeah. Yeah, than 20th. So we've got a, a poll in the Twitch chat. We've got higher. So if uh, anyone thinks that you know the, this particular driver needs to be higher up the standings and it's a bit too harsh with the grades... They'll select higher. There's agree, which is spot on. And then lower is, hey, these grades are far too nice. Uh, so for, for Mick Schumacher, we have 54% of Twitch chat agreeing. 43% reckon he should be higher than 19th. And 3% reckon he should be lower. Wow. He, he, okay, he reckons he could be 20th. Okay. <laughs> yeah, savage. But yeah, I think you know there are a few standout performances, but overall he's just not been good enough. The, the expectation from everyone really is, oh, K-Mag's been brought off the sofa. I know, fair enough, he has been doing other driving. But in the grand scheme of his body being ready for Formula One, you know, he, I think he said in Saudi Arabia, didn't he, that his neck was giving way and things like that. So he, yeah, his body was fit. not ready. Yeah. Exactly. He was not fit for Formula One. Mick should have been destroying him. Now, it's a testament to K-Mag, I think, that he... He delivered straight played, away, didn't he? As well, in, didn't he? Because the Haas was good. The Haas was good at the start of the season, and that we thought would be. Thankfully, they've come strong a little bit towards the end of this this break as well. But um, the Haas was good at the start of the season. That's when they needed to deliver. So the fact that Mick didn't score a point till was it Silverstone was his first points was pretty pretty poor to say the least. Unfortunate for Mick, uh, yeah. but we have p- placed him 19th uh, on the ABCDF1 rankings. We now move to 18th position, and it goes to Lance Stroll. Now, I think his grades very much sum up how I feel like I've been speaking about him <laughs> for the entirety of the yes. season. He's had no A stars, no A's, four B's, four C's, three D's, and two E's. I think, and I'm, you know, I'm going to just say this. I think Lance Stroll has had the most anonymous season of any driver on the grid by quite some margin. 100%. I just, he's just not not done anything special, has he? He's had the odd, oh, he's qualified 18th and he's now 10th. Fair enough. He's He has had a few good performances which have granted him a B, but obviously his qualifying has been terrible. Vettel's obviously struggled as well. But we've not had anything that's really made you sit up and take note. No, he's been... Okay, <laughs> um, but like you say, there's just he's not had anything about him, has he? He's actually the only driver, um, along with Latifi, not to get an A if you discount Hulkenberg, which we are. So, and I think you're right. Sums up his season really. What is there to talk about? There's a bit at the start of the season where, in my opinion, I thought that he was getting into a lot of incidents, and I questioned that. A lot of those incidents were partly his fault as well because he certainly liked to turn in on people um, and they got a penalty. But sometimes you have to think, would I rather them get a penalty or my car survive and I carry on and get some points? Um, so, yeah, uh, not not a particularly great season. I mean, looking at his uh, results, the, the Bs and Cs have come a lot more recently. So he's picked it up, but he's still missing that kind of special performance like i say no no a's or a stars at all yeah it's disappointing because you know the aston martin hasn't been there it's needed the odd great performance and it's just not really come um for lance stroll and i think it's just 
testament of having a lifetime seat in Formula One. How do you how do you have the same level of uh, motivation as the drivers that are fighting for their careers every single race? Um, but yeah, yeah. Lance Stroll, 18th position. As for the poll, we put it to the Twitch chat. 48% of chat agree with 18th. 48% reckon he should be lower than 18th. And only 4% reckon he should be higher. So that is, there's a lot of Lance mm. Stroll haters in the chat. Um, I think it's yeah. fair. I'd, yeah. I'd probably put him there. I think he has, but he's been better than than Mick, despite his reputation, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and I think as well, it was quite poignant at the start of the year, wasn't it? When Nico pretty much, did he, he pretty much outperform? I think he outqualified him, didn't he, in his first Lance, race. And you think, which is oh, insanity. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it had no exactly. testing. And again, did he and stuff. So, Absolutely. brand new era of car. Not, uh, just just seen not a, a good look. Question in the chat from Tomsey24. What is the source of motivation for Stroll? Yeah, quite. Going going fast and mm. having fun. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, everyone would, wouldn't they? <laughs> if yeah. their dad was like, do you want to drive an F1? Yeah. Okay, go on then. Sure. I'll oh, go on. What, what are you doing on Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get fired no matter what you do. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, crash the uh, car as much as you want. We don't care. Yeah. Okay, moving on from Lance Stroll in 18th position. In 17th, we have Yuki Tsunoda. Tommy's not going to be happy with this one. The fanboy uh, of Yuki. And uh, yeah, it's been topsy-turvy. Topsy-turvy season for Yuki, and his grades absolutely suggest that. (laughs) So he has had two A's in Imola and Baku. So obviously no A stars. Two A's, three B's, no C's. He's not had one C grade, which is the most down the line. Yeah, he had a bit of an anonymous race. That must be the first time ever in ABCDF1 history that a driver's not received a C. There's only one other driver that hasn't got a C in this this grade, but um, we'll go into that a lot later. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) spoiler. Um, Uh, But yeah, Yuki Tsunoda, the C, the, the C grade that we normally do is very much, if you've ever watched our podcast and you know when we get down the field and you've got those drivers that kind of finish 13th 14th 15th and you're just like i didn't see them at all i don't really know what their race was that's probably about where the car should finish c so the fact that he's managed to get no c's is like you say mind mind boggling so two a's three b's no c's five d's and two e's at silverstone and hungary yeah it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not really worked out uh, for Yuki. Of course, he had a, a, you know, a recent decent grade, a recent decent grade in France uh, with a B, but then followed it up with one of the worst performances I think ever in Hungary, where he was two laps down, spinning around on fresh soft tires, and <laughs> it's ah, oh, it's a shame because he has, when you actually look at it and you look at qualifying and stuff like that, he's picked it up in comparison to Gasly, but Gasly's kind of gone off the boil a little bit, and. Yuki has obviously made some mistakes here and there. Yeah. Seventeenth. I need to do a poll. Uh, I see chat absolutely kicking off at me for not putting a poll up. So let me uh, let me do that right now. Um, but I, I, it maybe surprises me that he's seventeenth. I think I thought he may have may have with these you know decent performances in Imola and Baku maybe just thrown himself a little bit higher. Yeah, he's very close to the person who's next, but I probably wouldn't put him any higher than that, despite my love for yuki he is just he's just had that season like you say where he's either been 
really, really good um, or really bad. <laughs> um, particularly the last the last few races. I mean, he got an A in Baku and we were singing his praises thinking, yes, Yuki is having a good season now. Uh, and then he followed that up with a D grade, an E grade, a D grade, a B, and then an E again. So he's just having a few little silly incidents here and there. So, yeah, um, I have to say I probably agree just about. I can't, I wouldn't put him that much higher if I did bump him up one. Yeah, maybe one. Uh, so as for the poll, 71% agree with Yuki Snowda being 17th. 22% reckon he should be higher and six percent reckon he should be lower so fascinating stuff thank you twitch chat for getting involved in each of these one thing that's quite interesting actually about this is 17th when you look at it and you go 17th so notice 17th that's really low and really Ooh. harsh but then you actually look at all the drivers ahead of him and you're like no i wouldn't put him ahead of him no i wouldn't put him ahead that's of exactly him. No, it. yeah it's 100 percent that which kind of shows that um that maybe the the bar is quite high in Formula One, despite despite the complaints. Um, you can have a good season, and you know someone has to be seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. Exactly. So seventeenth for Yuki Sonoda. We now move to sixteenth position, and it goes to Daniel Ricardo. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, but fair. then again, you you just spoke about it, Tommy. Would I be putting him above some of the other drivers? No. I don't know. So Daniel Ricciardo has received one A for Melbourne, four Bs, two Cs, five Ds, and one E for Silverstone. That's a split the room right there, similar to Yuki. Yes, I'm going to end the poll, start a new one. Tommy, give us your thoughts. Well, I think it says a lot that his only A came in Melbourne and he still finished behind Lando. I know it was team orders and they were just kind of holding station, but it's just not been good, has he? And he hasn't seemed to have, have improved. And it's very much, I'm not on this Nico Rosberg theory that Lando's really good and Ricardo's bad because I feel like Ricardo will have a good race where he's on the back of Lando and that's the best you can hope for, where he's on the back of Lando or maybe one place behind him, never beating him. And then we'll have an absolutely appalling race where Lando's out qualified him by seven, eight, nine, ten positions, uh, which is just not good enough, is it? Twitch Tommy's coming out. We love to see it. Uh, the mm. poll, very interesting. So Danny Rick for 16th place, 58% have voted agree, 25% reckon lower, and 16% reckon higher. So there's a, a fair chunk of you that are, that agree that Daniel Ricciardo does not deserve to be any higher than 16th uh, in these driver rankings. And it's it's just so disappointing. It's disappointing to watch. It's obviously slightly promising if he does have a, you know, a Baku or whatever, although I think he was on a different strategy to Lando when he was on the back of him. Um, oh, yeah. Where, where the Baku think... race was a mess, wasn't it? Where it felt yeah. like he wasn't getting any of the calls. And... Yeah, like he should have been let through. They didn't. And, you know, and that's testament probably to him not being on the pace of Lando and McLaren always putting uh, their strongest foot forward. Take notes, Ferrari. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's sad and it hurts my heart, but I cannot disagree with 16th position for Daniel Ricciardo. It's obviously Australia's helped him with that 1A. 
he's had five Ds and one E, and that's just you know it's nowhere near good enough. Uh, and I'm not I'm not personally on the Nico Rosberg hype train as well. Like, I think Lando is a great driver, but he, I don't think he's the next Max Verstappen or or, or Lewis Hamilton at the moment, at least. No. Um, but but yeah, it's it's a difficult challenge for Danny Rick, but he needs to be outperforming Lando just a few times a year, just to at least <laughs> yeah. be like fair enough. But we we've not seen it, and and we were harsh enough. Say, for example, the teammate comparison between Verstappen and Albon, Verstappen and Gasly. It's the same sort of thing where they didn't keep their seat and they weren't good enough. Danny (laughs) And they were the young driver, not the experienced one that's meant to be the team leader and that won multiple races and stuff. So, Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Time will tell. And if uh, Oscar Piastri does drive for McLaren next year, I'm going to be so interested to see how uh, the younger Australian does. Uh, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Danny Ricardo, 16th place. We now move to 15th. Pierre Gasly. 15th for Pierre Gasly, uh, which may come as a surprise for some. He has had a lot of bad luck, uh, but he's also not exactly been changing the world with his uh, performances. He's had one A star in Baku, one A, two Bs, six Cs, and two Ds. Now, of course, you know, let's talk that the actual, you know, grading sometimes. You can't grade them because of X, Y, and Z and, and whatnot. And that's a lot of C's for Pierre Gasly, where he's had maybe a case of bad luck. But overall, over the course of the season, this you know goes for all drivers and, and 15th place is where he's ended up. Last year, he was sixth in our, in mm. our rankings. Um, he was brilliant, wasn't he? he? Got loads of A's and yeah, he was... The, the car is no doubt a lot better, which always makes it difficult. Formula One is such a difficult sport because... No one has the same car, even teammates, really, you could argue. So, um, to a point. But yeah, the fact that he's dropped so low, yes, it's the, the car that we'll never know. I so it doesn't seem to be. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. I just, right. uh, for video watchers, you just didn't so walk out with a bag. Sorry, Karen. Uh, yeah, for um, the fact that Gasly. The car looked decent in Baku. It's probably the only time that car's looked any good this season. And to be fair, Gasly did deliver. So maybe it has just been the car, but he has been involved in a few silly incidents here and there and some first lap crashes as well. And I guess that's that's what happens when you're qualifying 15th and 16th rather than last year when he was 5th, 6th, 7th all the time. So exactly. it's one of those things um, where... He's unlucky, but oh, I'm always like I agree. But then I was part I of the I, I was part of the people that you yeah, yeah. say. No surprise. <laughs> there. That's so there weird, are, isn't it? There are the some grades artists. are in from me. It's like the uh, yeah, it's the Barack Obama putting the medal over, yeah. <laughs> over himself. Um, but yes, uh, it's 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 difficult to say 15th for Pierre Gasly, as you say from last year. He was so impressive, but Alpha Tauri have taken a massive backward step uh, with their car this year and you know there's only so much 
sometimes. For example, a C performance might have actually been one of his best races of his career, but the car's yeah. an absolute dog. So exactly. there's, of course, going to be some limitations with our opinion, but that is all it is, opinions. So you may well disagree or agree. In fact, let's go to the poll. Uh, in the Twitch chat, we have 57% agree with Pierre Gasly being 15th. 34% reckon he should be higher and 10% reckon lower. All of them Yuki Sonoda fans, I bet. So yeah, 15th for Pierre Gasly. We now move to 14th place and it goes to Zhou Guan Yu. So he is... He is popped in the grades of zero A stars, four A's, no B's, never had just a good performance, six C's, two D's, and one E, which uh, came in the way of France. So 14th for Joe Guanyu. I thought he was going to be a lot lower towards the start of the season uh, where I felt like Bottas was destroying him pretty, pretty comprehensively. But then he had a nice string of three A's uh, which was Azerbaijan, Canada, and Great Britain. And been so unlucky as well. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot it's, of bad it's luck. It's really hard to grade him a lot of the time. Some of those C's, of course, again, same with Gasly, have have come from just bad luck and you know, you just give him a, a straight down the line C. Uh but he's he's steadily impressed and kept moving forward. And I don't think Alfa Romeo can really complain too much. No, he's in a solid job. I think he could have done better there's a few races where the alfa romeo looked pretty decent um and he's been really un- he's been really unlucky when i, I want to say miami maybe spain as well i can't remember the exact the exact ones but he put in some like ridiculous performances in like a q1 where he bangs it into p4 and it's like hello well you know this is a unbelievable lap and then gets blocked or something in in q2 and gets absolutely shafted and then his car just disintegrates because he's got a ferrari engine in the back and uh it's ruined by about seven laps anyway so um it's really hard to to grade a lot of them but you know when he's finished we've given him a lot of a lot of a's to be fair so um he is impressing and um there's think... a question actually in chat which we probably need to cover off. How did Joe Guan Yu get an A for the British Grand Prix? Um, I can't remember. I think I it was. I think I it was a bit remember. of a. It didn't he qualify. He qualified really well because he had qualified Russell, didn't he? He was at, like, so all you could really grade him was the fact that he had a great qualifying, I and think it wasn't his fault. That came and off it the also fact was of, like, the being kind happy of that he was okay and. And yeah, like yeah, that. So, um, because I know usually if there's bad luck or whatever, we just go straight down uh, with C. But I think it was a, a, a I think we're like, I want to give him an A of quality, uh, and yeah, and not really doing much wrong. Um, so where did he qualify? Rigged. <laughs> yeah, these uh, these opinions are rigged. Um, to be fair, he qualified ninth. He got into he got into Q three when Bottas didn't. And we all know how what a great qualifier Bottas is. So I think we did just go, well, he's actually had a really good performance there. Um, and and anyway, shafted. it all balances itself out. Because the amount of yeah, seeds we've exactly. had to give him when his car's broken down, uh, yes. I think he deserved an A. And if you're going to try and get, if you're going to try and get, take that away from him, chat, you're, you're, you're a disgrace. Okay, right. So yeah, <laughs> Joe Guanyu, 14th 
Um, but yeah, steadily improving. And as for the poll, 50% of chat reckon he should be higher than 14th, 36% agree, and 14% reckon he should be lower. It's interesting. I think that's the first one we've had. First one, a dis- um, big disagreement, yeah. Yeah, where there's uh, there's been more for, for higher. So yeah, Shogun Yu, 14th. We now move to 13th. Unlucky for some, Alex Alban in the Williams, of course. He has clocked up 1A star, which was Australia, 1A, 3Bs, five C's, three D's, but no E's. So Alban has not uh, had a stinker. And apparently no. this is where we get into the territory of no stinkers. Um, because if you're getting this high up the, the grid, uh, then yeah, you're, you're having some at least some decent performances. But yeah, I think Alex has been generally quite impressive in that Williams. He's of course come back to Formula One. He's had to pick himself up, dust himself off after what happened with Red Bull. And I think Williams has been the perfect place for him to settle himself back in to Formula One. There's no pressure on him. We saw him thrive in the Toro Rosso, you know, when he was, was it Alfred? It was, it was Toro Rosso. It was Toro, was it, it was Toro Rosso? Uh, it was Toro Rosso when he yeah, was Yeah, it was there, Toro Rosso. Yeah. I, I was yeah. doubting myself for a second. Um, you know, we saw him thrive then where the, maybe the pressure cooker of being in that Red Bull seat didn't, uh, you know, wasn't affecting him uh, like it would be uh, in the Williams. So I think it's been brilliant for him. Uh, I I don't want him to see I don't want to see him stay in the Williams forever if they're not going to take no. a step forward. Uh, but yeah, Alex has been outperforming the car for sure. Yeah, he's been very solid, um, performing well. Really, I know the thing is it's difficult because he's against Latifi, but then we we're all singing George Russell's praises, and he was against Latifi as well. But the difference there was obviously. Yeah, he put it P2 on the grid in one of the races. Uh, but Alban, I mean, his performance in Australia, for example, coming from last, being the only one that just didn't fancy pitting and only did because of necessity at the end, uh, really good. And yeah, we we obviously, it became a big thing how George took forever to get points for Williams and Alban bagged some points pretty early, didn't he, in only the third race of the season. So um yeah he's done he's done very well i'm very curious to see who they put in that williams next to him and if it's a decent solid driver be interesting to see how alban does but he's been very good i'd say and i think he's (laughs) very good but he's 13th uh, (laughs) on our uh, grading system i think the problem is uh, we're gonna we're gonna tend to get a lot of disagreements now because at the end of the day, these are really close. A lot of a lot of these drives, in terms of the actual points that you get, um, that we've worked this out, it's really close. So, you know, you might only be a C grade away from one, and like say like Zhou Guan Yu, maybe like one more A puts him like eleventh rather than fourteenth. I think a lot of these drivers are quite similar, and I find personally would find quite hard to definitively say, oh yes. Alban, Joe, um, mm. Gasly, they're kind of they're kind of all that same driver, and I've had that same kind of season where if we were doing ABCD EF1 rankings and you kind of go give them a grade, it's like high B, B, something like that. Tommy, you're not so... allowed high Bs, you know that. <laughs> God, so, you yeah. thought you'd, you'd have got that by now. Jesus, right? Uh, yeah, so Alex Alban, thirteenth uh, uh, for him. We now move to P12, and it goes to Kevin Magnussen. Now, he has scored 1A star, which was Bahrain, 
one A, four Bs, three Cs, four Ds, and no E's. Of course, uh, we were incredibly impressed by K Mag on his first race uh, back. And generally speaking, I know we slandered Mick Schumacher a bit, but you have to say that K Mag has done very well to fit back into a team that, of course, he he knows quite well, but a brand new car. And I think he's been about as good as what Haas could have wanted, really, from someone that they've plucked out of retirement of Formula One. Yeah, his, I mean, his start to the season, I watched the highlights back. Him finishing fifth is absolutely unbelievable. The fact that he came back, hadn't done really much of testing, and it was his first race in ages, not much preparation, and finished best of the rest was absolutely superb and that a star was amazing but where his grades have kind of come down a oh, little also, bit i forgot did i say that alban had 52 percent higher as well i don't know if i went through the okay. poll or not sorry sorry tommy i just thought i'd say that before it disappears carry on no worries um but yeah kevin magnuson um had some good grades but i think probably four of those d's have been from where he's trying to go wheel to wheel with lewis hamilton on turn one when he doesn't need to do it and just think about getting some solid points for Haas rather than trying to be an absolute hero and overtake half the grid <laughs> on the first lap, which I know he did in uh, France and it was amazing, but sometimes he just needed to kind of pick up the points. Um, so yeah, 12 for K mag. It's funny that uh, from the look of it, this poll is going to be again higher. And it's funny that, um, Joe Guan Yu, higher. Alex Alban, higher. Kevin Magnuson, higher. It's like, so who's lower? <laughs> well, I can tell you who's... who. Well, uh, I think I know who it's going to be. Yeah, uh, uh, want it to be lower, and it's Sebastian Vettel. They, uh, they're all thinking now maybe it's going to be P1 for Sebastian Vettel. I can promise you it's not. Um, but yeah, 57% have gone for higher for K-Mag. 34% agree, and 9% reckon he should be lower. Um, but yeah, it's uh, a lot of people are slandering Vettel right now. So uh, <laughs> don't listen if you're a Seb fan. Um, but yeah, P12 for K-Mag and should be very happy with himself. Now the final 11th position, the final position we've got for this first episode of the ABCDF1 rankings uh, for the mid-season. P11 goes to Sebastian Vettel. You'll be pleased <laughs> to know Twitch chat. Uh, he has scored one A-star, two A's, two B's, five C's, no D's, and one E's. He's been very consistently graded well. And I'm just seeing I'm chat. looking at this. I reckon absolutely I know fuming. she's to be fair, I'm looking at this and I kind of agree with chat. I'm because she's not here, I'm gonna fully blame Katie because I know she loves Sebastian Bell and has definitely been grading him too high and bumping up our average. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah that is interesting yeah, so let, let's, would... let's pick it let's pick it you know pick away what we've we've done right so sebastian vettel of course he hasn't had he didn't have the first two races no. to be graded uh he then he got an eight he got so he had the nightmare in australia which should have been an f not an e because he was crashing at every opportunity um but yeah it's oh, on in the chat 75 percent have gone for lower <laughs> I, I would agree personally. Yeah. Um, I think I'm looking at his results. Uh, he has done all right. And it's it's hard to know how good the the grade is, but 
and how good the the Aston Martin is, but he's fourteenth in the championship on sixteen points. Uh, Lance, to say we've graded Lance so low, um, how many points has Lance got? Da, 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 five. I don't Four. know. So, Four. so yeah, um, a lot more points for Vettel, but eleventh is like uh, looking at the drivers. If I had to, if I had to place this, and we were literally choosing it, I'd put him probably behind Gasly, or maybe about the same okay. as Gasly in a fifteenth. Now, 14th. I think I think it's worked well in Vettel's favour in the sense of well not work well because he's his car hasn't been working but yeah he's missed the races but also his car's been a bit of a dog been known for it to be quite a a terrible car and he has scored points in one two three four five races this season uh the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix Monaco Azerbaijan Great Britain and Hungary um and when you look at his grades you know Vettel got an A for Italy or Emilia Romagna um a B for Monaco, an A star for Azerbaijan, because I mean, getting that car into sixth place and also doing a spin turn was was quite impressive. <laughs> uh, Great Britain again, he got an A, uh, where he where he finished ninth. Maybe we're a little bit too too uh, happy with that. But then again, you know, you might we might be comparing him to Lance Stroll, who's finished forty seventh and three laps off. We don't know. That's the thing. Yeah, I think Kendo forty seven. Wow, geek in the chat has got it right. Where he said you expect absolutely nothing from Aston Martin. So when Vettel even gets one point, you grade him fairly highly. It's very true. And I think yeah. that's very true. Literally, he finished like ninth or tenth. We're like, oh, a. B, A or because, B, yeah, because they're yeah. qualifying nineteenth, and you're like, well, that's an unbelievable drive. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think um, Aston Martin. That's what they're doing. They're not going for points in the championship. They're going for ABCDF one gradings. <laughs> uh, it's clever. It's very clever. Uh, so yeah, there you go. This is uh, this is where it's at. Sebastian Vettel eleventh. As for the vote, seventy three percent have voted that Vettel should be lower. Nineteen percent agree, and eight percent reckon he should be higher. So there you go, Tommy. That is it for twentieth to eleventh. Final thoughts. Uh, we're clearly all washed and don't know wheel. No, I feel like Vettel's the only one. Yeah, Vettel's the only one. Everyone agreed. Um, Yeah, I think Vettel probably should have been uh, a bit lower, but I will go on record and say that Vettel, Magnussen, Albon, Joe Guanyu, Gasly, it's very hard to separate all of them, uh, really. Um, And it can look quite hugely swayed by a couple of good results can bump you up massively so everyone blaming katie in the chat and i agree blame katie uh, <laughs> although to be fair one of us had to agree with her in order for the uh yeah that's to, true to go through it's not an average it's uh i'm normally the, the grumpy the one so i think it's you and katie to okay be cool we'll stop being so nice uh, to <laughs> for the second half of the season okay that is it for 20th to 11th thank you to audio listeners for, for listening to this first part we will have the second uh, episode out for this very soon and uh yeah, that'll be the top 10. If you're watching live on Twitch, then you are very lucky because you'll be seeing the entire podcast live right now. So if you haven't seen it or you haven't seen us on Twitch, WTF1 official, uh, go follow us there and uh, we'll see you very soon for another audio podcast. Bye. Tommy, you just a okay. thumbs up for the audio listeners. You just did yeah. a thumbs up <laughs> for the audio listeners. Are you okay? Say goodbye. Bye. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.